on Pop Culture Now. We're continuing our series of interviewing people with unique traits and stories in their lives. I have brought in today Steven Jurgensen, who lives by a very curious and unique life motto. Um, what, what is it? Well, young lady, first of all, my life motto is complete honesty. So within my quest of living in a life of complete honesty, how could I live a completely curious lifestyle? Did you mean maybe rather the words unique or a lifestyle that sets me apart from other people? Your questioning bothers me. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. If you I'll... want me to be on your professional podcast, you should use professional words. Uh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm learning. This is only my second time doing this. Please give me the benefit of the doubt. Then I must share with you that I'm very disappointed that they sent the B-Squad out to interview a person such as I. The only living person who only knows how to tell the truth. Yeah, only being only being able to tell the truth. How is, like, have you gotten into, like, a very, like, troublesome situation at all? Only telling the truth? I must share with you that none of my situations on my forefront are troublesome. An individual who goes out in the world and constantly tells the truth does not have to relive stories that they've lied to another. I don't have to remember what I said. I don't have to feel bad for the words that come out of my mouth because all of the words in which that I share are true. Including, why is it that your electronical device is dinging when that you are trying to speak to someone of my caliber? These dingings are very problematic for me, young lady. Um, sorry, sir. This isn't my computer. This is the head department's computer. I don't know how to work it. They got some, like, special coding that I can't change anything on it. So you can't blame it on me. Young lady, I must share with you, passing the blame is the problem with today's society. You passing the blame on your IT apartment only shows that you are ill-equipped and you should have brought a technical assistant with you to remove such distractions. But I, as a person that always tells the truth, have agreed to participate in your interview. So please, let's not prolong this death sentence for okay. me. Back to regretting telling the truth. There's a phrase that goes around. And it's, um, snitches get stitches or snitches end up in ditches. Have you ever had that spoken to you, only being able to tell the truth, and then had something say bad happened to you because someone questioned you? I have developed quite the relationship with uh, the medical technicians. Unfortunately, I will share with you that there are individuals in this world who do not comprehend reality. And if an individual approaches reality in such a way that they must be admonished for their um, actions, then I am the one who is forced to be that paragon of virtue. Unfortunately, when a person lives within the realm of lies and, and objection, 
They only understand words sting, and they return that sting with stings of brute force. Papa, do you like my picture? Excuse me, young lady. I have asked you to not interrupt this time of interviewing, but as this young lady's device continues to keep dating during our conversation, if you must come and bring me your Crayola artwork, then I shall review it. What was your question, my dearest daughter? I said, do you like my picture? Young lady, I must tell you I am absolutely (laughs) dismayed by this presentation. Your lines are crooked. The colors do not match the spectrum. I am sorry, young woman. Have you ever seen a depiction of the Batman wearing a pink cowl? I do not understand this presentation. I am disappointed in you. Well, you like pink, Papa, so... Young lady. Put it pink. I must tell you, pink is a color of soothing patience and calm. That is why it is my favorite color, but unfortunately, if you are to bring me a picture of one who is referred to as the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight shan't be depicted wearing bright, vibrant colors. Please return to your room and fix this abomination. Well, not every artist is the same. Everyone had different... Young lady, to your room at this moment. Young, do you not see how opposing this conversation is to me? Could you please, let's not prolong this internet shenanigans, please. Um, are there any role models in your life, people on TV that you look forward to for this kind of inspiration? Say, like, Simon Cowell or Gordon Ramsay? Let me share. Young lady, your... (laughs) Distractions with your electronic device are inappropriate and rude. Now, let me share with you. I was once a professor for classes attended by one Mr. Simon Cowell. He was my prize student. And the only one within the classroom with whom I could find camaraderie with. And let me use my dear friend Simon as an example. Have you not seen the ways that Mr. Simon Cowell has enriched the lives of others through his blatant honesty? Your children and your one direction would have never existed without the blatant honesty of one Mr. Simon Cowell. Some may view that as a bad thing, you know? Uh, not everyone not everyone loves One Direction. Some people walk off the stage after hearing the brutality of Simon Cowell speaking the truth, and then their lives might be permanently scarred, and they might never go back to that thing that they did because of his honest truth. Young lady... The only reason that their lives are permanently scarred is because they live within the realm that they can never be incorrect. And when an individual who lives within the shelter of lies covers themselves with the cloth of perfection, 
then they lives are scarred by themselves. Papa. Young lady, I have asked you to remain in your room until this burdensome time period's over. What shall you want at this moment? I made a Doctor Who picture for you. I know the lines aren't correct, but it's fun making interesting things that don't only that look different from the things. Young you lady, like let it. me, yeah, dear, dear, um, Rick, just but please excuse the the just the rudeness of my daughter. No, it's well, it's it's perfectly fine. Young lady, give me this Doctor Who. It's excuse me. The correct vernacular is Doctor Whom. So, if you would please give me this picture so that I can review it. Here you, here you go. Well, Young sir, according to the TV show title and the people who are on it, it is pronounced Doctor Who. And according to Papa, Pop, Pop. <laughs> we're, we're live, pal. Okay, and, and go. Excuse According We're to proper here. vernacular, the words is Doctor Whom. But, young lady, if you would please take this abomination away from me. First of all, the Doctor Whom that I am aware of has a 97-foot-long scarf. Who is this Who is this female in this picture? Her name is Jodie Whitaker. She's the new one. Ah, see, again, within the realm of covering up for one's own mistakes, they change things from the way they should be to fix their own flaws. Now, young lady, what shall, what, what are you beckoning to say to me at this time? Why did you say that to your daughter? Young lady, because I expect you to live in the realm of reality. Now, please... Flee this moment so that I can continue to get closer to the end of this debauchery that is bell-ridden computers and young children seeking approval. Okay, I okay. There's I have like a final round of questions to present to you, sir, Mister Jurgensen. If anyone had if anyone who has listened or will listen to this po- podcast can take anything away from listening to this conversation and you telling us your experiences what may that be what may what be i do not understand the well, phrasing of your very poorly worded question what might some what may somebody Take what, away from this conversation. What the convers uh, what they should take away from this conversation is proper grammatical conversation, young woman. And when you present yourself as a professional interviewer, you should make sure that you do not come armed with excuses of some IT issues and just blatantly just hit the mute button on your recording device. So that the beeping does not distract 
dignified individuals in which you're speaking. My apologies, sir. Um, another question is if, like, say your child... Hello, Papa. Oh. Young woman. <laughs> <sighs> you are the bane of my day. Whatever do you want now? For you to be nice to me and mama? Young lady, <laughs> I am as nice to you as possible. Why, I would even venture to say that if I coddled to your every realm of seeking approval, I would not only not be nice to you, but that is the most egregious thing that I could do to you, young woman. As a matter of fact, me and my blatant honesty to you is the ultimate example of what pure love should really be. Well, sometimes being honest every single day can sometimes, you don't know, what your thought can mean to somebody else. Young you woman, if... you accidentally break somebody's feelings, if... maybe their heart. I am honest all the time, then I need not worry what my words do to another. Only I need worry to make sure that the honesty is being shared. Well, young, young interviewer, could we please just, could, could we conclude I, this I have debauchery? one more morality question for you. Yes. Do you believe that it is better to tell the truth or to... Tell at least a couple or one lie to keep the person that you hold most dear. The person with whom I hold most dear needs to find the individual that will be honest to them under any circumstances. The moral tree to sit under the shade of the heat of the world. The shade that protects us from vain thoughts and ill-conceived ideas. I feel, young lady, that being the beacon of honesty is the one who makes it possible for an individual to see the world for how it really is. And that is? A world in which so many people are chained by their lies that they don't know whom they are anymore. Well... <laughs> Well, Papa... Young lady, again, with your disruptions of this dignified podcast. Well... Although, if I were to be one who spoke of honesty, there is no such thing as a dignified podcast. Well, podcasting can be dignified because how people are. How Young people lady, are could you nice. please explain to me what the word <laughs> dignified means? <laughs> well... It means, uh, well, if you're talking from the comic book aspect, it's more a different point of view by seeing something. Dignified means... Dignified? Means something important. Is dignified some form of auto... <laughs> auto <laughs> no, monopia? We're live, pal. No, it's break, not. Break, break, break. Uh, Cut point. Three, two, one. Automatopoeia 
is the sounds in which it, your words are disturbing me with at this moment. Oh, okay. So your child now broken. <laughs> and Mama's Dearest. crying because what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> Dearest young daughter, just please excuse yourself from the premises so that we can conclude this conversation. The last question you asked me, interviewer, what was it? Um, telling the truth is more important than accidentally losing the person you hold most dear. Telling the truth is more important than misleading another in the false sense of security. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> this was a very... I guess eye-opening interview, if depending on your point of view. Thank you for uh, telling well, us do your you opinions. Do you have any meaningful questions for me, young lady? Like, I don't know how that I interact with other people in public, or have I have ever been How do you order in... your burger? <laughs> <A> cut. <laughs> Marker. Check and go. Young lady, hamburgers are an abomination of food. I would <gasps> I would venture to say hamburgers are the lies of food. In what way? Well, if you look at the ingredients of a McDonald's hamburger, you will find out that there's more potato products in the hamburger than in their own French fries. Well, I'm talking about good hamburgers, not fast food burgers. A good hamburger costs $137 and can only be purchased in the finer steakhouses in Paris. Okay. Or in Hamburg, Germany. Oh, thank you for coming on today, sir. Do you have any final words of, I don't know, like, say, encouragement or truth or... Good luck. <laughs> I shan't not wish the world luck because luck is a lie within itself. We all live within the realities in which that we create. So be as honest as in, in your reality as impossible. Well, thank you for coming on, Mr. Jurgensen. Thank you. I'm going to say a special thanks to... um. Little Jurgensen for making special appearances, and I would like to say lovely drawings, very creative, even if it is not accurate, very creative and unique, like most of the people who will be on this show. Thank you much again, and thank you for listening. Okay, we're back. That was a very interesting interview. Yes! For those of you, I am Michael Davis. Your name is... MTD, your name is... Rick Davis. So, our whole, our whole uh, idea of pop culture now is meeting some interesting people. So, let, 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 this is the pop culture now after show. After show. Yeah. So, <laughs> do we need drinks or sit around? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is uh, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> I am Joey Patel. <laughs> Dave.
recording. <laughs> <laughs> so that dealing with this guy that, that whose whose motto is honesty at all costs. I, it, it, is is he a role model or is he a jerk? I mean, what is? How do you it, even process? It, it depends. It really depends on how you look at it. In a way, both. But he was really mean to a daughter. You, you called. You he literally called her drawing horrible in a way. Yes. Yeah, so it wasn't do that me. To a child. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I, I think it all depends on your outside perspective on it, you know? From an outside perspective as the interviewer, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this dude's ridiculing his kid right in front of somebody else. And it, that, that's kind of like, okay, that's really shocking. Why would you do that in front of somebody else, you know? But yeah. then, yeah, it's just like, and then my question about, like, was... Being honest 100% of the time worth it. Do you think it'd be worth it? I don't think it would be worth it. Okay, I think it would be worth it. But let's talk about that for a minute. What is what is honesty? I think honesty would be like being true to yourself and how you feel about something. Like if you truly dislike something, you're lying to yourself about not liking it. To keep liking it and keep doing it to fit so, in, you know. So is honesty is honesty a social construct or is it a living practice? Living practice, I would say more. Because it really, okay, it, it MCD, depends. that's and, fair. And you do it like do it like a couple hours a day. A living but practice. But also, you want to make people happy too. So it's I sprinkle it. So. Is it a so you now you answer? Is it a social construct or is it a living practice? It it depends on how it's being used. If you're being honest to yourself and doing things to benefit you, telling the truth on how like you want to live and say, no, I'm not gonna do this. I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable. That's like, like being good to yourself, like a lifestyle thing. But if it's like. Like an annoying trying to be honest, like trying to like spill the truth or be woke, like on like a video or something. I I really don't think it's social. What What did you just say? Cause I don't I don't understand what you just said. Well, so explain like, explain to me being honest on a the being woke or is what what is I'm that? I'm just like trying like a like a theorizing video, like oh there's a map on the Declaration of Independence. Something like that. Yeah. I really think my definition of honesty is a livelihood thing. Trying to be honest with yourself. Okay. So, but, but being honest to your kid. But not being honest to a fault. Well, okay. So then it becomes a conversation of it's a, if it's a social construct or not. Yes. Because... If being honest with your kid, it, it it isn't saying, oh, sweetie, you just made a Picasso, but it's saying, oh, sweetheart, thank you for doing the best job at this as you could. Yes. That's, that's honesty. So that that's, that's a spoken truth. And where it becomes a social construct is saying, sweetheart, you did the best job you could. 
and not, holy crap, who threw dog poop on this and rubbed it on the paper? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, like, I'm not saying, like, don't be, like, lying, you know, like... Like you said, like, calling it Picasso, not, like, praising them overly to get, like, the bad idea in mind that when it's probably not 100% the best it could be, thinking that it is and going through life that way, I think, like, the being honest way is, like, oh, you're doing your best job and that's good. You're doing the best that you can. Yes. I think that's more beneficial <clears throat> mentally. Like, I'm doing the best that I can right now, and then I can grow from that. And not starting off, oh, I'm the greatest thing ever, you know? Yeah. That's fair. So let's talk about some of the strings that we showed in this episode. Because it is, it, is, it is the practice of DWO Media to be live to tape. So I'm not going to go back and edit oh, no. <laughs> the Why interview. Oh, no. Uh, because it, it it's a part of the joke. I think it I think it pulls the tension out of it too. Okay. So um, so and there's some there's some bloopers in there yeah. that we're leaving Rick in. Me and laughing for like half of the things. I yeah. I leaned over to MZD and said, "You got a fake cry, fake cry." It's like I don't and know. Then she and she's laughing. laughing. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Good, That's fair. Heavy tears. It it's fine. So we will not be doing an after show on every episode of Pop Culture Now, but just the ones th- that would just the need ones it. that would that need it. So that's like that one needed. That's Pop Culture Now, a presentation of Wrestler Faith Media. Your name is MTD. Your name is Rick Davis. My name is Michael Davis. <laughs>